Welcome to God's Playbook, the podcast that knocks the hard-hitting religious questions out of the park or catching the Holy Spirit right at the end zone. Train your soul and be God's MVP with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! This is God's Playbook. Let's play ball. Friends, today we're going to talk about a question. Why do we always talk about dead people at Mass? I had somebody ask me the other day, Father, why do we always pray for dead people? It's very depressing when I go to church. It's always about dead people. I kind of looked at the person and thought, what does this person just say to me? And I'm sure, as those of you know me, I don't have a good poker face. I probably gave them the look like, what the heck did you just say? But I tried to be holy, and I looked at the person with great love, and I said, it is our responsibility to pray for those who have died, but we also pray for those who are alive. So let's pick this apart a bit. Let's talk today about why we have masses for the deceased. Friends, I hope none of you feel depressed when you come to church and hear us praying for a loved one. I know when it's your loved one, you're far from depressed. You're likely grateful for the fact that the whole communion of saints are praying for your loved one. Praying for the dead has been a long-standing tradition of our church. We have a moral and emotional responsibility to remember our brothers and sisters who have died, that they will stand before the throne of grace and receive the mercy of our loving Father. Just as Jesus wishes to spend eternity with us, so we should wish eternity on everyone, that they will spend it in the glory of heaven, being surrounded by God, the angels and saints, and hopefully all of us too. Praying for the dead is a very big responsibility of a friend of Jesus. The communion of saints, which we profess in our creed, talks about those in heaven, those of us here on earth, and those who are in purgatory who await the kingdom. While some people just presume because someone might be Catholic or a follower of Jesus, when they die they go right to heaven, this is not the teaching of the Catholic Church. We recognize that it is the mercy of God which dictates where someone goes and the way that that person has lived their life. When someone has died, they no longer have the ability to pray for themselves, and so it is now our responsibility to lift them to God. In earlier podcasts, you may recall the importance when I talked about having a Catholic funeral and a funeral mass for our loved one. What's important is that we don't just stop there, that we continue to offer masses for our loved one who have died. Or perhaps we offer Masses for others' loved ones as well. This is the greatest act of love we can do for them. Sharing stories of them is great, but that doesn't help them to get to heaven. Reminding ourselves of the love we have with that person helps us emotionally, but it doesn't help them get to heaven. The best way we can help them to get to heaven is by offering a Mass for them. And so you'll recall in the Eucharistic prayer that at every single Mass we pray for all who have died. And the church's tradition has been to pray 
specifically for an individual or at sometimes two intentions at a Mass, to allow us to remind ourselves of the importance of praying each other to the throne of grace, advocating for one another that God be merciful to his son or daughter because they are a sinner. And so offering masses for the deceased is something that is very important and very rich in our church, not depressing at all. In fact, it's quite the opposite, a great act of love. And so, friends, I encourage each of you, if you're not already in that tradition, to offer masses for your loved ones who have died. In many cases, people offer masses on our loved one's birthday or perhaps on the day they met the Lord, the day they passed away. Other people may choose a feast day that their loved one enjoyed or perhaps one enjoys themselves or perhaps whenever there's a free day because every single Mass is the greatest expression of praise of God and is the strongest prayer we can say. Now, when we pray for those who have died, the greatest act, as I just mentioned, is a Mass intention but I know many people will pray a rosary for a loved one who have died, perhaps an Our Father, a Hail Mary, a Glory Be, or other prayers. They may pray a novena, asking God to be merciful to a loved one. And all of those are great as well. But friends, the greatest act of love is offering a Mass for our loved ones who have died. It is important that this become a tradition for all Catholics. Again, this long-standing tradition reminds us of our responsibility to pray for them, and it also brings great joy to us as they are remembered at the altar. Many people enjoy visiting cemeteries, mausoleums, columbariums. These are great ways in which we can speak to our loved ones and remember their love and their legacy. But it is at the altar that we find them though unseen to the human eye, as the communion of saints gathers around God's altar. It's where heaven and earth come together. And so it is there that we meet them. So one day, please God, when we get to heaven, we will be greeted by our loved ones who will thank us because they will be made aware that these masses, these prayers for them, expedited their journey through the waters of death past the gates of purgatory into the eternal gates of heaven. And if our loved ones are already in heaven, friends, then the graces that we offer at that mass, God will pour for your own soul and mine, perhaps for a soul that is in need of God's grace that no one is remembering them. I personally pray for my grandparents. I pray for my dad. I pray for the other deceased members of my family. I pray for all the people that I've buried as a priest and will quite often offer masses when I know that a deceased person's family has stepped away from faith and may not be offering mass for them. I offer masses for deceased priests, especially those who brought me the sacraments. So I encourage you friends, if death hasn't touched your family, or perhaps if you're already offering Masses for a loved one who's died. Perhaps you may know of somebody else who's died, whose family and friends may not be offering Masses. Why not offer a Mass for them? 
What about praying for the priests and the bishop that administered sacraments for you? For those of you who are married, if the priest that married you has passed away, pray for his eternal repose. Or if the bishop that gave you the sacrament of confirmation passed away, pray for his eternal repose. You see, friends, this unity in prayer is something that is not depressing, but joyful. For the greatest act I can do to show love for another is by lifting them to God. So as we continue to remember the dead, I invite you, if you know the prayer, to join me in this beautiful and ancient prayer of the church. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May our loved ones rest in peace. Amen. And may their soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. For those that may wish to offer Masses for a loved one, I invite you to enter into your local parish office and speak to either the priest or the staff there, and they will be happy to help you to book a Mass for your loved one who you wish to pray for. And as their name is celebrated and said at that Mass, trust that you are giving them a gift that is beyond our understanding. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.